Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everybody, this is Steve. I just want to let you know that for all the latest on our podcast, uh, hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we're also on Patreon if you want to check that out. But our homepage is with the Age of Radio Network at ageofradio.org slash everything I learned from movies. And if you're looking for some amazing art, check out my wife's Etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com. All kinds of great stuff there. Also, follow us at PodCartFest, that's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, for our periodic art and podcasting festival that we're going to be hosting. It's, uh, it's actually pretty cool. Check it out. So yeah, on that note, let's get to the show. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes a gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steven Hey everybody, it's Steve again. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, October 9th we had our third Podcart Festival, Celebration of Podcasting and Art, and I thought I'd uh, slim down some of the segments on that, you know, cut out some of the dead air and the, hold on while well, I uh, transfer screens here and blah blah blah, and uh, get some of those segments on so you can hear it in case you missed it live streaming uh the videos are also up on facebook.com slash podcartfest slash videos so if you want to check the check them out with the visual aids it actually really helps i'm not gonna lie uh but yeah this one we got cheryl with firehorse designs coming up uh we have hanai with kobo studios saruti with weird vanity and a special interview with director gerald varga who has his new movie coming out my inner demon a geraldson tale uh which is kind of a sequel to his movie murder box that he released a couple years ago which uh, you should definitely both check out check out both of them uh we'll give you details for that in the episode so uh yeah here we go a reminder all of these uh will so if you want to share them to your facebook and whatever or rewatch them uh yeah they're gonna be available are they gonna be on podcart fest I, they'll be at facebook.com slash podcart fest slash videos i think something like that but uh yeah go, go to the podcart fest page and they'll be on there forever or until zuckerberg gets has to shut the whole thing down you know you you guys watch the news yeah. uh but now we have cheryl <laughs> with Firehorse designs Yay! joining us bring her on here real quick a repeat offender on this year podcart fest yeah <laughs> yeah joining i think do we want to check the chat while we wait for this uh, to connect sure. try to pull it up on my phone so i could be useful but uh yes as the thing's still not <laughs> everyone i burned in movies thanks jason <laughs> thank you so much super helpful jason <laughs> oh here we are cheryl cheryl oh. ah i see the start video <laughs> excellent <laughs> that works hey there, there we go 
look at oh, that. Oh, I love your costume. Well, thank you. <laughs> Figured I had to get into the spirit of things. Yes. Take my glasses off. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, welcome. Welcome. Thank and, you. And, and tell us about, well, I guess first tell us about the outfit and then uh, about Firehorse Designs. Well, I'm a potter and a photographer and I love Halloween and I love Day of the Dead. So I wasn't sure if people were going to be dressing up for their podcast today. And I figured I better be safe. So I went online and found uh, a Day of the Dead mask and a uh, veil that I kind of gussied up a little bit. And here I am. (laughs) And I'm wearing one of my necklaces. This is a glow in the dark Day of the Dead cameo. And I'll show you close ups of that later. But uh, anyway, I'm located in Northeast Texas, um, in between Dallas and Texarkana, and I've been making uh, pottery and ceramics since about 1985, and I've been doing photography even earlier than that. My father worked uh, at uh, Kodak when I was a child. I'm originally from Rochester, New York, and uh, he had a dark room in his basement, so I sort of got sucked into that that way. And, uh, and the jewelry and stuff that just kind of come, uh, you start off pottery, these, the jewelry and stuff after that? Or? Yeah, my mother uh, started taking some uh, ceramics classes with the lady she worked with, and I thought that looked interesting. So when I moved to Texas uh, from Maryland, I got a, a kiln and I started doing some firing. I mainly equine work, and then I sort of branched off from that into pottery, uh, you know, producer wear, things like that, and also jewelry, because my kiln could fire glass. So I've I've sort of dabbled in a lot of different areas. And then I also used to teach, and when my students found out that I could uh, fire things, I ended up being the fired out arts coach at my high school. Excellent. (laughs) That's a title. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and people used to think that meant I was the fired arts coach. In other words, I got sacked i said no 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 it's fired arts kind of all that together coach <laughs> so he's gonna make it a, a pyrotechnic uh no <laughs> yes well i was the chemistry teacher and whenever i was interviewed for a position i'd say i like to start fires and blow things up and if the principal didn't walk away from that i knew we were going to be a good fit <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So you said you have uh, some, some art to show us? Yes. Some and some jewelry? Nice. Well, first, and I'm a little bit new at this because I bought a one of those rings so I'd have better lighting. So I haven't played with it very much. So hopefully this doesn't give a lot of glare. I'm going to show you a few photos. I uh, like to document old cemetery art. So that's showing up pretty good. Oh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, this is an angel at night with a full moon in a cemetery near me in uh, Northeast Texas. I do do things other than cemeteries, but for the theme. And this is a gate over cemetery near me again with a full moon. So I, uh, I've been stopped by police in some cemeteries wanting to know what I'm up to at night, you know, and I, I just show them my camera and I've also published a few books. And so they figure out, okay, she may be uh, quirky, but she's not dangerous. <laughs> you flash that a uh, business card that says fired arts coach or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't quote. tell them I like to start fires and blow things up. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, context. <laughs> And this is one last photo of a, again, a full moon over a gate going into a cemetery. Beautiful. 
And I, on my uh, website, which is firehorsedesigns.org, I have a, a uh, Webley site and I have a section where you can get reprints, signed, re- signed and numbered reprints. So, so far as pottery goes, this is an example of a mug and it's got a horse skull on it. So I tied in the uh, spooky stuff with my pottery and I have a glass pumpkin. It's also got lights in it. Yeah, spooky pumpkin. (laughs) One of the other things I like to do is uh, mixed media. So I'll buy something at a Halloween uh, sale and then I will put my own spin on it. For example, this is a little violin that was on sale a few years ago and it plays music. It's got a little music box in it. And the music is not, uh, it's in the general domain right now, so won't get anybody into trouble. And what I did was I took it and I faux bronzed it, because this used to just be black plastic. And then I steampunked it after I made the faux rust on it and put gears all over the place. My dog hates these things. There must be something about the frequency that just drives them batty. That is super cool. Yeah. And this is the same violin, but I sort of did an Edgar Allan Poe theme to it, sort of the uh, red mask. So it's red, and then you can't see this in this lighting, but the wings I sculpted and the skulls are all glow in the dark. And again, he plays. <laughs> and my dog is under my legs here looking at me like mama why are you doing this to me (laughs) i thought that was good okay this is a lamp on a hand and it was usually originally just black plastic and i faux bronzed it i added a couple of rings to the fingers so it looks kind of like a mummy and it turns on and it's a cool purple bulb sort of thing all of these pieces are on my website and they're for sale. I'm not showing you anything that's sold. <laughs> okay, this is a snow globe. Well, not really snow because it's black, but uh, a uh, coal dust globe, if you will. <laughs> and again, it was plain black and I added some, my husband uh, has a model train collection. So I took some of the uh, fake greenery and stuck it on here and faux bronzed it just to make it look more spooky. And I've done a few things for his train set. I made him a cemetery. <laughs> so, this is an example of some of my jewelry. Not sure you can see it that well. This is a Day of the Dead skull, lady skull. And this is another lamp. Here we go. Okay, so it used to be a clear globe, and I put flames on the back, and I mounted a skull on top. And then I faux bronzed the base, which used to be plain black. And I had lots of skulls around the base and some jewels. So it's sort of a uh, pirate's lamp. Love it. And these are some glasses I made. Some little uh, champagne flutes. And they've got a little skull on them, a little lady skull. And then I drew a uh, design kind of pulling from various videos, Halloween videos. I won't mention any copyrighted stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I try to avoid infringing on anybody's copyright. Yeah. 
But, uh, you know, so these are hand-painted and hand-frosted. And they got little, you know, you, so I've had people buy these for, like, if they're having a Halloween wedding for the bride and groom. Perfect also for a night in when you're uh, <laughs> hiding from trick-or-treaters. Have a nice little beverage. <laughs> this might show up a little better. This is also a uh, female Day of the Dead cameo. Plus, I've got um, hand-cast raccoon beads on there. Skull beads. Would you mind giving us a little uh, explanation about the raccoon? Yes, raccoon is a uh, special type of firing where you take bisque, which is clay that has been fired to a low temperature, so it's no longer squishy clay, and then you put a glaze on it, and then you refire it, and you pull it out while it's still red hot, and then you plunge it into what's called a reduction chamber, which causes it to flame up like crazy, and it gives you all kinds of weird colors. And so if you do like to set fire to things and blow things up, raccoon is the way to go. And this is another Day of the Dead piece. And these larger glass beads are glow in the dark. Oh, my job. The off the shoulder look. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. And who doesn't love glow in the dark, right? (laughs) Exactly. And this is another little candelabra. It's got a skull. I mean, a skeleton hand holding it. And then skulls around the base. Did you, uh, did you add the skulls or were those yes. there? Yeah. Excellent. And uh, I also added some uh, greenery to it to make it look like skulls in a cemetery. They're kind of moss covered. And it also lights. It doesn't show up real well in this lighting, but you can see it lights. Yeah, no, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, is it like the, yeah, it's like the flickering light. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. And this is a cool piece. Again, it's got raccoon beads. And then it's got a skull and then some uh, quartz points coming out of the skull. And yes, my fingernails are even decorated for Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Yay! fingers! This is a large wall mount Day of the Dead skull. This is the lady. I faux bronzed it to make it look like an old plaque you might see on a mausoleum. And then I have her husband. And you could have them, you know, if it was a uh, Halloween theme in your room, if they were really in love when they died, you could have them facing each other. Or if they weren't too fond of each other, they could be facing away from each other so they don't have to spend eternity gazing into each other's eye sockets. It reminds me of, uh, is it uh, Baron Mundi? Baron Samedi. Uh, Baron Samedi. Ah, yeah. The deity. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, that gives you an idea of what kind of things I make. I really didn't want to do a demo because I wasn't sure last time I tried to do a demo, my Zoom wasn't working properly. (laughs) It was sort of a disaster. So um, I don't have a demo or anything prepared. But, uh, you know, if you go to my uh, website, firehorsedesigns.org, and uh, all of these pieces are listed up there and uh you know if anybody has any questions you can contact me at firehorse designs at aol.com and i'm also on facebook as firehorse designs and firehorse photography do you have anything you want to ask me Ooh, uh do we want to check the chat yeah I'll check the chat boards chat? here i'll do that while you yeah uh, and thank you for not bringing fire we've already had enough technical <laughs> difficulties at the beginning so we don't need more uh, uh yeah so the chat board is a few minutes behind uh our stream here so she's gonna type that in in the meantime uh do you want to talk a little bit about any of your 
like, like you talked a little bit about the Raku. Do you want to talk about any of the other uh, firing sure. techniques or anything you particularly enjoy doing? Sure. Um, I do China painting, and I don't have anything here. Well, the mug is an example of China painting. I do much more complicated China paints than this simple skull. But China painting is basically a final firing where once I've uh, made the, the mug and fired it and glazed it, everything gets fired at a higher temperature so that the uh, mug vitrifies so that you can put hot stuff in there and cold stuff and it won't leak all over the creation. But then I go back and do one last firing where I hand paint on the design and then I fire that on so that it, you can put it in the dishwasher and such and it won't wash off. So I do China painting. Um, I also do glass work um, outside of painting onto the glass like those uh, champagne flutes. I also fire glass and fuse it. And uh, let's see, what else do I do? It's like, I know I do a lot. <laughs> I'm, out, I'm Mrs. Farns. You weren't prepared. Um, let's see here. Ah, I made a discovery recently. <laughs> this is one of my little Day of the Dead pendants. And I bought some glow-in-the-dark hot glue sticks. And, you know, I was playing with it because they're really cool. They glow really well. And I thought, I wonder if I could melt hot glue into my little mold without damaging the mold. So I took one of my molds that wasn't too popular sales-wise, and I tried it with that, and it worked. It didn't melt the mold. So I started casting these with the glow-in-the-dark glue. The lady is glow-in-the-dark, and then the background, I blocked off a little bit with a darker color so that you can really see the lady when it's, uh, you know, at night. And the glow-in-the-dark glue sticks really glow. And they last for quite a while, too. I was like, I actually have some glow-in-the-dark glue sticks that are super cool, and I have no idea what to do with them. So Yeah, get yourself a, a latex mold of something, and you don't have to fill the mold. You can um, just, you know, cover the uh, bas relief on it and pop it out when it cools off in, like, two or three minutes maximum. And then, you know, you've got a really cool pendant that way. All right, Steve, I have an idea. All right. <laughs> New projects. <laughs> More glow-in-the-dark carries, probably. All I've right. also tried it with the glitter, glue and glitter uh, hot glue sticks. They don't work as well. You, uh, you can get some cool effects, but they're, the back that doesn't touch the mold is really shiny and glittery glittery but the part that presses against the mold is kind of dull looking and I've tried buffing it and things like that and it just doesn't seem to have the same oomph so um the the glitter glue sticks I've used more for doing abstract art you know I'll take a, a piece of uh, glass and dribble the the uh hot glue in different shapes and stuff and that works really well but uh, the Glow-in-the-dark glue sticks work great in molds. Excellent. I know I have seen, like, the lighter colors of the glitter, like the, the white glitter. Yeah. Glue sticks used as, um, like, faux raindrops on, like... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I can see that. Or for, for, like, fairy scenes kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah, I've, I thought about... I've, I've made some uh, fountains. I don't have any behind me, but um, some, you know, water fountains. And I've 
made one and there's a dragon sitting on it. And then the other one is some gargoyles in a winter scene with a, a uh, rustic castle kind of falling down around them. And I thought about trying to make some, uh, you know, additional water droplets using glue on that. But uh, I think I'll do that on, on the last one I've got that if I make a mistake on, I can always paint over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fountains are actually on my Facebook page. If anybody wants to look them up, um, my Facebook page is fire horse designs, but it's also under Cheryl Farns. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you, Cheryl. Uh, yeah. really appreciate thank you. you. It's been fun. And again, down in the booths, she's got a booth that's open. You can talk to her directly, <laughs> check out her website, buy all the stuff. It's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, sure. And horses are amazing. She didn't yeah. show them this time. She showed them last time. If you are a horse fan, or even if you're not a horse fan, go go check everything <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, I have done uh, Headless Horseman, but I didn't have any this year. So that's why I didn't show any of that. I wanted to show stuff that was available for purchase if people were interested. But yeah, I do Headless Horseman. I do uh, Bat-Winged Pegasi. Um, I do Bat-Winged Unicorns, you know, all kinds of weird stuff. And they're glow-in-the-dark and they have a skeleton and stuff. So I do commissions. So if anybody's curious, just, you know, go uh, to my website for firehorsedesigns.org and you can contact me through there or through Facebook. Excellent. Thank Excellent. you, Cheryl. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, thank you. It's been fun. Sorry. Talk with my hands and apparently pulling headphones out. Sorry. <laughs> Click. Bye-bye. Smash the likes, everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. So much fun at Podcart Fest. Thank you, everybody who's logged in to come visit us. Thank you to everybody who is participating and everybody's got a booth. You guys are all amazing. So excited. Everybody's wearing their spooky costumes. Yeah, so next up we have Hanai (gasps) from uh, Kobo Studios. Oh, snap. And sorry, just cleaning up my screen here a bit. So <laughs> we have all the windows open, guys. It looks like uh, what is it? The uh, on Red Zone channel, the uh, the Witching Hour. Oh <laughs> yes. The <laughs> oh, let's talk about the Red Zone Hour, guys. I know you're out there. <laughs> if you like football, <laughs> yeah, that is the way to watch it. But was it like in the mornings? There's usually like eight or nine games going at the same right? time, and they're like, we interrupt this game that you're kind of interested in for another game that's just scored a touchdown. Nope. And here's no another touchdown. Here's another touchdown. Yeah, no commercials. No it's commercials. Fantastic. And it's only the thing, the uh, only the plays that are interesting, which as somebody who's not even that into football, I'm like, yes, this is the way to watch the game. And you may be wondering, what's the best way to do it? Well, as someone who tried every way he could get it as cheap as possible, the way I did it was through Sling TV and their little various packages they have. Uh, I think it's like the first month's like 10 bucks plus the 11 bucks for the sports extra thing. And then uh, months after that, it's like 30 and 11. So like 41 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's like 10 bucks a weekend or less. Yeah. And then you just cancel it when you're done. Yep. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Sling TV. You haven't won me over. Shocker. But, uh, but yeah, Red Zone. Check it out. All right. Do, do I see a Hanai waiting? Uh, you do see a Hanai in the waiting room. Let me just uh, in here. Let's see what she's dressed up as. <laughs> boop, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> By the way, this is how we do it like because that's like the skype song for anybody who doesn't know this is what we do every time we're connecting to pretty much any podcast or anybody it's true yeah <laughs> i see a video there is no microphone we cannot hear you oh, oh. here comes a mic 
Hello? Hello, hello. Hello. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you look amazing. Check it out. <laughs> hello. Hello. hello you look amazing. <laughs> I'm glad it's recognizable instantly, or else I'm just like some weird guy. <laughs> yeah, I see you guys down at uh, Fisherman's Wharf, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, welcome to Podcar Fest. Thanks yeah. for joining us again. <laughs> so awesome to be here. Hello. Yeah, tell us a little about yourself, Mr. Ross. I, I mean, Hanai. <laughs> yes, when I'm not Bob Ross, <laughs> my name's Hanai. And I run a Kobo studio, which is my shop on Etsy, where I have like button pins and art prints of all these cute little animals that I like to draw. So please check it out. <laughs> I have my link um, in my store. Go down and smash the likes. Smash, smash the like buttons and the, the, the moves and the subscribe. subscribes. I don't know. Yeah, subscribe. So yeah, since like I've been very lazy and haven't had anything new up on my, well, not lazy, but too busy to put up anything on my Etsy shop, I've decided to channel my inner Bob Ross and do a live painting. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. But since I'm not, you know, well, I wanted to use my 30 minutes wisely. So what I decided to do was I got a paint by numbers kit at <laughs> Blick. This is like for children. <laughs> but I thought it'll be perfect for like a quick 30 minute thing. So it's a Faber Costell's Paint by Number Museum series. The Starry Night. That that's amazing. And I'm not gonna lie, I actually this week bought Steve and I some uh each a paint by numbers just to like relax because we've been watching too much TV. Totally. So. Well, yeah. And guys, this was like $7 and it came with um, the, you know, pre-drawn thing, this tiny um, paintbrush and like these ink things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the paints that are all connected. So yeah. many memories flashing back. And like <laughs> a little guide, you know, like a number key to like color key. So I'm going to follow this, see how much I can get done in 30 minutes, but Bobby does want to join me for my... All right, let's start little... the clock. <laughs> happy little starry night. All righty. Let's see how much we're going to do this. I don't know if I'm going to actually use my easel or these little paint things. Because, like, these don't these things don't close back as well, so I'm th- I think there's, like, a one-and-done kind of thing, these ink pots. Uh... If I remember correctly, you sort of, to close them again, you sort of have to get, like, the ball of your palm and, like, get all your weight on it. Oh, okay. Like, well, like you have to really, like, get a good table and, like, hear that click. Act yeah. like you're trying to crush it. <laughs> I feel like since it was, like, $7, <laughs> I'm just going to try to use everything. <laughs> but that's the beauty of this. I, when I found this at Blake, I was so excited. I'm like, this is so good. Like, you know, it takes the pressure off of trying to be perfect because it's like seven dollars there's like cheap <laughs> snacks than that welcome to my world <laughs> there's like cookies that are more expensive than that so you know i think this is good all right let's start so i said let's see number i'm gonna go with the sky so what does it say number eight is 
blue. Okay, very helpful, but it's <laughs> gonna oh, go several blues. Yeah. <laughs> blue. And I'm just using some like old <laughs> art school paintbrush I found in the closet because this was all put together very last minute. I was gonna say that paintbrush 100% looks like a the still life painting class. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. How did you know? Because <laughs> I, I too have that in the back of my closet. <laughs> I know, right? And it's like, oh my gosh, the blood and sweat and tears of this paintbrush. <laughs> And you got it for the bargain price of $112 at, uh... I know. Oh, no, 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 no. 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 $12.99. Oh. <laughs> um, channel my inner Bob Ross and be like, pip, pip, pip. I could have used the Bob Ross paintbrush and just got it done in, like, two minutes. Look at this. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, the way he does it, like, I'm watching it, like, he's basically just spackling paint up there, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's just... Yeah. <laughs> Like the painting that, or the, um, yeah, the knife. Yeah. You're like, I'm just going to put a tree in here. Spackle, spackle, spackle. Yeah. <laughs> and there you go. I yeah. The name of that style, but that's like a, a style that was really popular, like in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. And there was like a trivia on the box. Um, oh, when I went to Blick, there was a whole section of just Bob Ross stuff. I've read a trivia that said, um, he got this Afro. Because he was too poor to get a, well, back in the day, he was too poor to get, like, a haircut. And he thought, like, having an afro would be easier or something. And then once he became famous, he couldn't, he couldn't not have an afro anymore, even though he started, like, like not liking it. (laughs) So he was stuck with an afro. So the lesson here is be careful. (laughs) Poor guy, stuck with an afro. Forever. And I think afros are actually (laughs) more hard to maintain. So I don't know what, who told him that afro wasn't easier here to have isn't it it's hard right you need like special treatment honestly i have no idea from what i understand it's kind of natural but yeah once it reaches a certain point like any hair it's like it needs maintenance otherwise the the ends die or something i don't know i think it just takes time anybody with an afro hit us up in the chat room (laughs) i I think it actually like needs special shampoo and stuff it, yeah, yeah. I guess if you don't do anything with it, it becomes cornrows eventually. Yeah, not even cornrows. Just it just becomes or, dreadlocks. Dreadlocks. That's what I was thinking. Just Sorry. mats. It becomes mats. <laughs> oh yeah. The good thing about a Vago painting is that it already looks like this anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I see what you're going for. Yeah. It's like this is all on purpose, guys. Not because I'm using a paintbrush I haven't used in like two, three years. Ooh, see what they need to do is they need to do these, but the uh, the lines like aren't picked up by the camera or whatever. Like it's that that light blue stuff that doesn't oh, pick up the well. The non photo blue. Yeah. 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 And you're like, like, yeah, just just dot dot dot. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll do a little. Oh, look at that! I've got Mona Lisa. Yeah, or paint it all green so it disappears. <laughs> green screen. Um, these swirls are seven. Seven is a light blue. All right, so I have to do some arty, arty mixing stuff. <laughs> ah, I am actually not a painter. <laughs> so, <laughs> could have fooled me with that, up, that get up. <laughs> well, the well good news is- said anybody can paint, so. Yeah. Yeah, and there are no mistakes, only happy accidents. Happy accidents, yes. 
I had one of those the other day after a couple drinks. I think drinking and painting, I mean, they definitely, they do events like that. And I think oh, that's yeah. smart. Because it definitely is fun when there's less inhibition. Putting a time um, restraint is helping me do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely that? like the slowest drawer, painter, everything, because I get so obsessed with getting everything right. But to your point, Izzy, it's like, I think it is relaxing. You can just kind of like, don't really, if it's not like an assignment or something, it's definitely a good idea. Yeah, I was thinking the the paint by numbers. Like I said, I got it just for Steve and I, not even like for anything. But it was just like, if it turns out ugly, we can just blame the paint of my numbers kit. Like, <laughs> and if it's good, we put it on the wall. Like, there's no risk. Yeah, totally. And if you really don't like it, you could give it to a yard sale. <laughs> always like the, the most awesome bad paintings at yard sales, and I love them. <laughs> Maybe that's our next thing: is making a little paint by numbers. Oh, snap. Oh, my gosh. This is, like, so bad, but it feels very liberating. (laughs) Honestly, from here, it kind of looks amazing. (laughs) I think it helps that it's a Van Gogh painting, because, you know, I mean, the example here is already kind of, like, and I think this is meant for kids, so. (laughs) Yeah. I can imagine, like, if there were, like, Picasso versions of it or something, it's like, well, it already kind of looks like crap, so we can just kind (laughs) of... Spoiler guys. Wait, is that supposed to be an eye? Spoiler guys, Steve does not have a high opinion of Picasso. Oh no, no, no. No, quite quite the opposite, actually. <laughs> I admire that his estate are all being billionaires because he sketches something on a napkin and everybody's like, oh my god, it's the great expressionist blue and it <laughs> sells for like 4.2 million an auction and stuff. Like more power to him. Totally. Well, I mean, like, I've seen, he's actually a really good painter. Like, I've seen, like, a really realistic painting he drew when he was, like, 14. So, like, he has it, but, you know. Oh, Oh, I've been to, like, the Picasso Museum in Barcelona. And, like, you know, every museum I go to, there's two or three, I I don't know, he wiped off on a napkin or whatever, and then it's (laughs) up on the wall. But, yeah, I know he's got the talent. And, but, but yeah, I I don't know. It's it's what people want. I'll give it to him. (laughs) my my issue with him is more about the fact that he was like you know a huge womanizer yeah a womanizing asshole yeah yeah i mean <laughs> again more power to him now um, <laughs> no i am just kind of doing <laughs> it now bless you uh, thank you Ooh, the ghost of picasso taking me over for a second yeah he was like say what okay he's like there's <laughs> women speaking steve has to interrupt <laughs> like shush um Oh man, okay. I don't even know what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I should just do whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, so so like the ones we got are like uh of an ape or whatever, and like yeah, it's a pretty interesting little color palette. And I'm like, yeah, I can mess around with this a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number five, brown. Well, apparently this tower thing is brown, so way brown. Yeah. It's a big poop. <laughs> So I noticed this uh, podcast fest is like earlier than before, or shorter. Yeah, a little shorter this time, and uh, it's fewer artists, but you know, uh, quality over quantity, we'll say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, it's a lot. It's it's a lot of work for to do it the whole day. Like you guys are awesome. Well, I'm not going to argue with you there, but no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we enjoy doing it for you oh, guys. Yeah, absolutely. 
while you're doing this, tell us about your shop. Oh yeah. I mean, like, honestly, <laughs> it hasn't been updated in a while, but I am still very proud of all the stuff that's on it. It's, um, you know, the main thing that's on it is like these cats that I draw, um, that are all dressed up as like the zodiac signs. Those are like my jam. <laughs> um, I'll show you guys some of it later, but they're just like little grumpy fat cats dressed up as like the signs like Libra and Aquarius and things like that. So if you like the zodiac and cats, they're very cute. And I recommend getting, there's like pins and art prints. And I actually should make stickers because I should make yes, more stuff. Yes, you should. Oh my gosh. Okay. I should stop looking at this because I think it's taking more time. I'm just going to do whatever. <laughs> do it. Yeah. Whatever. Really Pretty sure those uh, round things in the sky are supposed to be purple. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is Halloween season. So maybe I should make it orange or something. Like crazy do you guys have any Halloween movies that you recommend? <laughs> well we've actually uh we mentioned a little earlier but we're getting into the uh hammer film collection the uh you know hammer film company from the 60s 70s and soon into the 80s for a bit but uh yeah. a lot of uh british actors doing uh mm -hmm. like we saw about two faces of dr jekyll and i don't know there's a bunch of like frankenstein uh, and the mummies too. yeah what's the time i mean like but when was it made like in the 60s oh. Uh, like, well, yeah, like late 50s, 60s, and very early 70s. Yeah. And then they sort of went out of business. And that's when the infamous Canon films took over their niche. Yeah. Which, if y'all aren't familiar with Canon films, <laughs> it's like Superman 4. Um, Superman 4! Yeah, the good uh, one. The good yeah, everyone knows that yeah, one. Uh, not Beastmaster. Uh, Life Force. Life Force. Uh, it was the one with Dolph Lundgren. The one. He Man. Oh yeah, Masters of the Masters Universe. Of the Universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Dolph <laughs> Lundgren did He Man. Yes. Oh yeah. Masters yeah. of the Universe. 1986 or 87. Courtney Cox is in the movie too. Check it out, guys. Steve oh, likes it. Guys, did you know? Like the other day, I found Dolph Lundgren has like a 20 year old girlfriend, and yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah, I believe it. Yeah. He, he, his story is an amazing one because it's basically he you know born raised in what sweden or whatever became a mechanical engineer literally a rocket scientist yep, got bored with it came to hollywood hooked up with grace jones grace um, jones was doing view to a kill the james bond movie at the time was basically like hey you're a good looking dude who looks like you might be russian want to be in this movie okay <laughs> And then from then, he was a superstar. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is Mr. Good. Lundgren, please come on our podcast, Everything I Learned From Movies. We would love to talk to you about your amazing life and career. We won't even bring up that Steve's taller than you, Mr. Lundgren. Oh, and we have the photographic proof, because we've met. <laughs> I saw you two years ago. Or... How much taller are you than him? Like three or four inches, maybe. I don't know. Oh, wow. We'll let the picture decide here. To be fair, Steve's an actual <laughs> giant. So. True, true. Right, but then Dolph Lundgren is pretty big then. Because, yeah, oh. Steve's huge. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a good-looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> he is a very good-looking guy, and he smells nice. Apparently, he smells nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. How about you? Do you have any uh, Halloween favorites? I was trying to think. I don't know, because I don't really watch horror movies, but I think, like, 
doesn't have to be a horror movie to be a Halloween movie, right? Oh, not at all. No, in fact, uh, I've been trying to compile like a list of uh, like uh, I've heard them referred to as like trick or treat movies, like movies that are are like Halloweeny but not scary. Things like Hocus Pocus, Halloween oh, yeah. Town. Yes. Um, one that's wildly underrated, Monster Squad. It's basically like the Goonies versus like the Universal Monsters. What? It's super fun. It's a it's a group of group of kids who like they have like their monster hunting club. Um, everybody makes fun of them because of the dorks, and then like a Dracula, a creature from the Black Lagoon, and a mummy show up in town. That sounds wild. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, what is that? Because you said hocus focus. What is that movie? With like, was it Jennifer Love Hewitt or Sarah Michelle Geller? And she like, I know what she did last summer. Crab or something? Yeah, she did last summer. Opens up the trunk and there's a bunch of crabs in there for some yeah. reason. She has like a she has like a magic crab or something. Oh, oh uh, yeah, the the chef one. Yeah, the one that I always think is Mystic yeah. Pizza. Simply but... irresistible or something like that. I think. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, because I remember. The title made no sense either, so that sounds about right. <laughs> like Magic Crab. Oh my god. Yeah, Sarah Michelle Geller and uh like Ewan McGregor, one of those. Ewan McGregor? Simply irresistible. Hey, yes. he's got it. Oh my gosh. It was a magic crab, right? Or was it a lobster? I mean there's it doesn't really matter. It was, it was a magic crab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something weird like that. I want to see something like silly. Ooh, do you have HBO Max? Do I? I think so. I think Jason got it for watch something. If you do, I recommend the new movie that came out, Malignant. That's not fun like she wants, though. That's like a... Oh, it gets fun. (laughs) If you like action movies, it sort of uh, starts out as a Halloween movie and becomes a full-blown action movie. What? What? (laughs) Who's Uh, in it? Is anybody famous in it? Doesn't sound like it. uh, Annabelle Wallace, you might know her as the girl from... 2017's the mummy that everyone chooses to forget. Is that the Tom Cruise mummy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom she's Cruise she's the girl in that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, other than that, not really. <laughs> oh it's, but it's from the uh, director of all the Conjuring movies and stuff like that. Ooh, maybe the Conjuring ones? Uh, now she has oh, yeah, something yeah. fun like Ernest, like... Ernest Scared Stupid. Ernest? Yeah. I know that from listening to the podcast. Um, Oh my gosh. It's like a series, right? Where he like gets into like misadventures and stuff. Yeah, they made like oh, yeah. yeah, 10 movies or something like that. Like everything from Ernest Goes to Camp to Slam Dunk Ernest, Ernest Goes to Africa, which I am scared to watch again. Ernest uh, Ernest Goes to Prison, one of the best oh, ones. Oh yeah, that was actually surprisingly good. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Is this yeah. Kids? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's like PG. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't. Yeah, I know, a, a PG prison movie. Think about it. <laughs> PG prison movie. It, it definitely has like uh, Pee Wee Herman vibes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I kind of get it. Still, prison. That's wild. Oh, there we go. Uh, all those Tim Burton movies. Like, <laughs> yeah, like Ghost Bride and, of course, Nightmare Before Christmas. Sleepy Hollow. That's not scary. <laughs> Sleepy Hollow is pretty good. I mean, you got Christopher Walken spoiler as the Headless Horseman. Was he the Headless Horseman? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I get, oh, you know, when you said Headless, I got confused with um, <laughs> he's, he's the voice of the Headless Horseman. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah no, Ghost Rider is Nicolas Cage. Yeah. 
How can I forget? Oh, Nick- there we are. Nicholas Cage, Spirit of Vengeance. Or uh, Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. <laughs> Same thing. What's the I one think- where Nicholas Cage is like turns into a vampire? Or was that just a movie? Vampire's Kiss. Yes, watch that. You will enjoy that for a Halloween movie. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. A, cow a Halloween movie. It's well, a vampire movie. It, it's a year-round movie, but, but you know, it's a, it's Vampire's <laughs> Kiss. When else are you going to watch it? <laughs> Valentine's Day? Absolutely. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Date night. Man, that picture is coming together. I like it. <laughs> is it? I think I'm just. But it's just. Yeah, it's actually kind of fun. Because um, it already has, like, the outline drawn, so I feel like it's almost like a coloring book, <laughs> but with paint, <laughs> which is kind of, I feel, it's fun, because you kind of just do giant swabs, and some, there's something really therapeutic about that. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm just going to stop it here. Oh, wait, maybe I'll just add some flare, because you say add white lines when it's dry to make that. Van Gogh look I guess yeah I'm glad these brushes that were just kind of like sleeping in my closet are getting some usage there's so many paintbrushes that are just like sitting you do watercolors though right Izzy that's a lot harder uh it's it's just different that's all it's not really harder I don't I think I lack the conviction or like the confidence because like watercolor you can't really draw over. Well, you, you can wait until it dries, but I feel like once you commit, or you once you decide on a color, you kind of have to commit. <laughs> the thing with watercolor, I hated watercolor when I first did it, and I almost failed illustration too because I could not figure out the watercolor. Uh, and then it was actually recommended to me to take just the watercolor techniques class that was offered. And I really appreciated that because it was just like, it wasn't about how good your painting was. It was about, are you attempting the process? And uh, what I learned is with watercolor, you just have to sort of accept it, like surrender to it, sort of. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then also something nobody tells you about watercolor is, um, I mean, it behaves totally different than any of the opaque, uh, you know, paints because you can't really paint over it in that but each like pigment will react differently. Like some are grainy, some are smooth, some are stains, some will come back up with water. Like you can sort of erase them. Okay. Um, So you have to really get to know your specific pigments that you have to understand what they're going to do. Some are going to really bleed. Some are going to stay right where you put them. Right. So once you sort of like know which ones are like your wild children, which ones will like stay in a line, you can do a lot more with them. Yeah, I feel like I, yeah, I definitely feel like I don't have the conviction sometimes for watercolor. Like acrylic, it'll dry really fast. So you kind of just kind of paint over your mistakes and be like, it was never there. Um, (laughs) But yeah, but your watercolors are really pretty. So you're right. It's like, I feel like it's about trying to understand it and putting it under your control all right well <laughs> this I is super fun yeah wow that's i love this and i <laughs> this is my attempt at my happy little story night hey that's kind of fun it's like it's definitely very messy <laughs> but i feel like it was fun try to definitely worth the seven dollars oh, like absolutely. you said like 
like you said, uh, Izzy, I think it's like a nice way to kind of stay away from the screen, even though I'm doing this on screen, but um, get it with you guys. So yeah, I definitely recommend it. It's again, it's paint by number. I bought it at Blick, but I'm pretty sure it's at any kind of local art shop because um, it's by Pablo Casa who makes all the fancy paintbrushes. Will that be going up I, in the shop? What? Yeah, yeah, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> but that's actually a cool idea. Izzy, you should make a paint by numbers. <laughs> of like your fun I, I already work in ballpoint pen, so maybe I have to be the one to. <laughs> oh, we can do Steve's uh, Garbage Griffins as paint by numbers. Oh go. my gosh, you must. They are so good. <laughs> Oh, see, so Hanai, speaking of so good, you've got your Zodiac cats, you have your yeah. Tai Chi sloths, like, show us some of that. Yeah. Uh, tell us where to find them. This is actually my Tai Chi sloth. It's a bumper sticker, but it's also just, like, a sticker in general. It's a little sloth doing, like, six steps, the Tai Chi steps. It's a sticker. This is available at my shop. <laughs> I have a coupon code for, for today. If you type in podcart on checkout it's 20 percent off anything you get at the store <gasps> guys podcart in the store go down kobo studios <laughs> this is the zodiac cats i was talking about this is like a print of everyone in one sheet this I month is so much and i'm so cute which is uh the scale but there's kitties sleeping on it because they'll sleep in everything that's shaped as a bowl <laughs> You guys would know. Oh, yeah. They'll sleep on anything they're not supposed to. So I thought it was pretty good. So this is like a big print version just of the Libra. Little round knots. Sleeping. This is a pin version. These are all available in my store. Um, and then other stuff. I make more stickers too. Um, if you're not a cat person, I also have one. This one is called Shih Tzu Happens. <laughs> so cute! Tzu. This is available in my shop. It's a sticker. Uh, waterproof, you know, put it on your laptop. All that stuff. Very durable. And then more cats. <laughs> These are modeled after my own cats. Oh, like, Bucky Wellington. Yes, it's a hologram. Shiny sticker. Shiny butthole. <laughs> Don't this is my deep. other cat modeled after my other cat Bucky he's a tabby also shiny sticker happy little butthole <laughs> <laughs> so cute I, I don't have a lot but of enamel pins but I have one <laughs> of my, uh, the Cancer Zodiac cat which is a that's a grumpy cat wearing a crab hat cancer. <laughs> so there's so that. cute. Trying to get more into enamel. Because I know people love enamel. But, you know, it's a work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> so slowly getting there. But, yeah. These are some of the fun stuff in my shop. <laughs> so please come on by. Link below. Yeah, get down there. Yeah, <laughs> Check out the website. Buy all the goods. <laughs> and I, I am going to throw out there, since you have these Zodiac cats, I think you also need to do the Chinese Zodiac cats. Ooh, that's a good point. Those are all animals, too. So I could just put cats in other animal. <laughs> <laughs> right? Cats as well. 
Yeah. And every time you go pick up a paint, a paint by number set, or just, you know, any, I mean, paint and paintbrushes can be expensive, but if you don't care about <laughs> paint quality and stuff, which you don't really need to, unless you're, you know, trying to be an artist, like just pick up a paintbrush, paints. It's really therapeutic. I, I, and, yeah, you just, know, obviously you're fun and do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. As Bob Ross says, everybody can be a good painter. <laughs> I will throw out there if you want like some decent quality the Liquitex student series is mm. actually pretty decent paint for like actually cheaper than a bunch of stuff that's more expensive and worse yeah so uh, I highly recommend the Liquitex and then yeah don't, don't get a dollar store paintbrush you will get right. frustrated with it but you don't have to go get the like $70 paintbrush just go go pick up some it's like three or four bucks yeah. Get like two sizes, get a big one, and get a medium one. Don't get a tiny one. You'll be mad at the tiny one, I promise. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just have some fun. Yeah. And like, if that's too much work, you can always buy it off of Amazon, you know, start, get one that's highly rated and should be a good start. And then you can, if you want fancy brushes, you can always go to art store, <laughs> buy one of these big ones like Bob Ross. Just go. <laughs> That's actually really fun too. If you just get a giant canvas and a giant paintbrush and go, it's very stress relieving. So oh, we've, been, we've been paint walls. We know. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Looks check. like we have our next guest uh, waiting in the green room. So we're going to say goodbye, Hanai. Thank you so so much for being Bob Ross for us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is awesome. Go you check talk out to Bob Ross. Studios. Yeah. Go go see her in her Zoom thing down in the booth and yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the awesome festival. Oh, yeah. thank you. Good to see you. <laughs> I'm so excited. All right, up next, we have director Gerald Varga, who is amazing human and uh, director of Murderbox and the Gerald Geraldson stories and all kinds of fun stuff. He's about to talk about that. Yeah. He's just coming in. Boopy boop. Hello there. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing really well, thanks. Yeah. Thank gonna... you so much for coming on our little podcast, uh, pod, podcast and art festival, Podcart Fest. No problem, Izzy. So, uh, you want to tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and what you do? Well, it's uh, Gerald Varga here. I'm the uh, filmmaker from uh, Vancouver, Canada. Recently directed uh, My Inner Demon: A Geraldson Story, and I met you guys at the Unnamed Footage Festival there. Yeah, it was, it was great doing a murder box. So that was super cool. Yeah, murder box, so much fun, guys. You gotta go go look it up. Is that where is that streaming these days? Well, I think you can you could probably go and rent it on Amazon in the states. Okay. You can definitely pick it up there. Yeah, looks like it's uh, currently streaming. Uh, looks like about two bucks here in the states. So yeah, definitely go it's check it out, guys. Yeah, it's two dollars. So you know, really in demand. <laughs> well it's fantastic Everyone big tip it. big ticket film let me tell you yeah bargain so, bin <laughs> yeah so how, to, how, how how did you get in into it i guess oh how did i get into it oh you know i just uh just always loved films and just uh it's always just been something i'm very passionate about so just kind of made sense right i was always into acting and doing stand-up and and, uh, you know, cameras are a lot cheaper these days and film equipment is more attainable. So it was just something I figured, hey, I got to do this. So just started doing it. And I love it. The new movie I really like, the new film. Yeah. Uh, tell us about the new film. 
Well, the new movie was something I started working on just over like the last uh, year. And uh, yeah, it took me about a year in, in total to uh, write it, uh, direct it, edit it, everything. Um, and now, of course, we're just in a couple of festivals, just like online festivals, small festivals. Um, and we won best thriller feature in one of them so far. And I'm kind of just waiting to hear back on this other one to see what happens with that. This other festival at the end of the month, I'm I'm kind of hopeful we could maybe win another award on that. So we'll see. But I'd really like to be in that unnamed footage festival again. I submitted to that. That's going to be in. Um, it's like February. Usually. February, I guess, yeah. or March, maybe, or I'll get the notification. February. I'd love to do that again. That that was super cool. But yeah, my new film, My Inner Demon, a Geraldson story, you can actually watch that if, if anyone's interested. You can uh, go to the uh, direct marketing online, it's, it's, it's kind of a mouthful, direct marketing online film festival, uh, Diamoff Fest, and you can check it out there. There's a link to it if you're interested in seeing it. And it's kind of a cool movie. It's just about um a guy played by myself who has an alter ego named gerald gerald geraldson the horror comic if you saw murder box you'll be familiar with that and he goes around and messes around with a ouija board uh, a ouija board and um ends up summoning his own demon from in inside um he kind of expels it by accident and then it wants to get back in and starts possessing his friends and stuff like that so it's kind of a fun movie. It's silly. It's a, I'm not going to warn you right now. It's a silly movie, but you know, I think people could really enjoy it for what it is. It's, it's fun. I'm really proud of it. So go see it. My inner demon, a Geraldson tale, my inner demon, a Geraldson tale is the title. So check it out. Yeah. So right. Steve's going to try and pull it up pull here. It up right we'll, now. Yeah, we'll, looks... uh, we'll make sure we get the link going in the chat. So if anybody uh, wants to. Oh, that'd be that great. Out. Yeah. The festival link. Do you guys yeah. have the festival link? We're, we're uh, looking it up now. <laughs> yeah, it's coming up on like festhome.com. You know, Google search, it'll come up with all these. Yeah, you should be able searched. to find it. But, yeah, it looks um, like I, the Direct Monthly Online Film Festival. Direct, that's right. Sorry, Direct Monthly, not Direct. Okay, monthly. okay. My fault. Sorry, guys. Direct Monthly Online Film Festival. I always call it uh, DMOF or DMOF, but um, yeah, it's not marketing Direct Monthly. So yeah, anyways, I mean, it's a cool looking website. If you go to their actual site, it yeah. uh, looks like there's a lot of cool films there. My film will be listed under October. So you just go to the uh, October link and I saw it on there. So yeah, feel free to, to share it. Um, how's the uh, podcast fest? How's the pod art fest going for you guys? How's it, how's it been so far? Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. We've had some great demonstrations, mm -hmm. uh, great artists and stuff. Yeah. Just a lot of fun. It's yeah. what, what we try to do. You get the, the, the hardest thing nowadays is just, getting your art seen i i'm sure you understand this completely getting, <laughs> getting in the festivals fighting getting, the algorithm yeah just getting in front of people where they're like oh yeah that sounds like a good movie or oh man <laughs> i need that now and like once once they see it the chances are much higher that the you know you get it but yeah, yeah yeah how long have you guys had your show now in total uh the podcast or the yeah. uh, the podcart fest uh no your show your actual Oh, uh, about five and a half, half almost six half. years. Yeah, wow, six that years must be a lot of work, right? Yeah, it can be. <laughs> right, peek behind the curtain. Here's the thing about podcasting. I'm sleeping with my co-host. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> but <laughs> even as a guy who handles most of the stuff or whatever, <laughs> you can make it as difficult as you want. 
right. or as undifficult as you want. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, it, it really helps when you have that that burning desire to, you know, share movies with people or, you know, create yeah. your own multimedia empire like you are with the the movies and everything, you know, writing, acting, directing, all that. Like it's a it's 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 similar, but, you know, <laughs> it's a lot of work. Well, yeah. I, mean, I just think it's a lot of work doing, uh, you know, doing a podcast. Uh, me and my friend, we we entertained it once, but it's a lot of editing. Like to me, it seems like a lot of editing. You have to do. Is it? Is it not? Or do, do you have to edit the podcast, or you just put them out? What do you do? Oh yeah, I mean, we we edit. We know a lot of people that don't, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the thing is, uh, you you look at it from the uh, perspective of the person's going to be listening to it. Like, do they want to hear the? Uh, I don't know. Long periods of emptiness while you're googling something on the phone because you're like wait was that uh yeah right russell crowe that was in that movie oh no it was joaquin phoenix my bad you know (laughs) right yeah right yeah i I hear you yeah but also you get into a rhythm the more the more of them that you do just like with anything like i'm sure it's similar with filmmaking like the more you do it you get into a rhythm with the people around you and all of that and so then you don't have to edit as much because you get the practice in yeah so like it's gonna sit this sounds horrible but it's like the first like 40 are the hardest oh, yeah. oh but wow. if you can just like get through like the first year of i think anything is the hardest but then when you get past that then then you you've got your hours in oh for sure yeah like i mean i have a hard time even watching my first film like i mean just because it was so hard to make for me and like you know i was i, was, I guess i'm more or less satisfied with it but i just i don't know like i said you know i feel like everything gets better like the more you do it, I'm sure your podcasts, there was a massive improvement or a noted improvement, right? Well, that's why I specifically said <laughs> the, the first 40, our first 40 are like unlistenable. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> we mean, didn't yeah. even have uh, the right <laughs> mic selected. We didn't figure that out for like a year. <laughs> then right. we're like, oh, that's the laptop mic. Oh, you and the whole time that? you thought you were using an external uh-huh. mic? We bought uh-huh. two was... external mics and we couldn't figure out why both of them sounded terrible. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, spoiler alert to people, um, in the next week or two, a couple of those I tried to clean up a little bit and edit a little bit, so it's a little easier to listen to, but yeah, they're rough. You can kind of clean it up a bit, I guess. Like, yeah. You know. yeah, it doesn't sound like you're yelling into a tin can, it's more like you're whispering right. into it. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is, I don't know what this sounds like, but this is my girlfriend's MacBook Pro, so I'm assuming it probably yeah. sounds okay. You, yeah. you sound great. Crystal clear. Yeah, I figured it probably sounds happen? pretty good. These these computers are pretty good. So yeah, yeah. yeah we were not using a very good uh, computer. In fact, yeah. the uh, the computer fan would get recorded louder than us yeah. a lot oh, of times. Wow. But but you know, you just keep doing it and having fun and yeah, set yeah. yourself realistic expectations that you're doing it for fun in all reality. Till you probably have a hundred of them out there before anybody's really listening. I think that's, yeah, I mean, that's totally, there's so much content on the internet too. Like there's a lot of content, right? Yeah. So what kind of a podcast were you guys thinking about doing? It was like a indie film podcast or something. Honestly, we were drunk. We were super drunk. (laughs) We, it was like, it was the guy that made murder box with me. uh, Like the, the helmet cam killer guy in that. He was a DOP and the co-writer. We were just hammered. He was, he was moving back to Australia. So we, we tied one on. (laughs) <laughs> he was moving away and then we were like we should do a podcast man and then we i don't know we just looked at how much work it was like, yeah maybe not <laughs> like i can't do it it's too much work 
here's the thing though like there's a million film podcasts i feel like that that and like true crime are the two most popular ones people get into but definitely the thing is like when you get a niche like indie film and all of that especially like if you're thinking about like skyping with fellow filmmakers or talking about experiences or whatnot um you will find those niche people and yeah. you, you know you're not gonna have you know the seth rogan show or something but yeah. you're gonna have like the small super dedicated fan base That's who are like oh this is cool because you have a you have a perspective on it yeah oh for sure yeah i you said uh crime true crime yeah i agree there's a lot i i listen to some of that crime and sports i listen to what's the other one wrestling <laughs> oh, I, guess, I, ta- I guess that's kind of sports but yeah <laughs> well he talks about wrestling on there or they talk about wrestling crime and sports it's pretty know. great there's a lot of crimes that happen in the wrestling world have you guys heard that oh, yeah. podcast i no, haven't no, no, no. but i was just thinking this sounds like steve's like target steve is the target our audience for this crime and sports you'd like that <laughs> they also do one called small town murder it's the same people and they, it's just all about murders in small towns pretty crazy it's a comedy podcast too it's like it's weird oh. well yeah you gotta you gotta break up the darkness sometimes you know? they do <laughs> they do a pretty decent job of that well, uh, since, since we got you here and you're a yep. filmmaker do you want to talk about uh any you have any fun stories about the new movie coming the uh the new movie or like your any of your favorite like parts of filmmaking or anything anything you want to share Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's just, uh, I just like the whole overall experience. This was just a really positive experience because I mean, the first movie uh, that we did the the murder box film, that was just, it was, it was a lot, it was fun to make, but I don't know what it was, but it was so stressful and the editing too, just with my lack of experience and trying to do so much on my own. It was just, I don't know. I just found that to be such a nerve wracking experience. This was just pretty much smooth sailing. And the uh, the co-star and co-producer in it, Darren Andrzejczyk, he's just, I don't know. I don't know. Have you guys had a chance to see it? No, not yet. Okay, no problem. Um, yeah, he was he was just a blast to work with. So we had a great time. Uh, there was one uh, part during filming I can mention that kind of scared the hell out of me. We ran into a bear in the middle of filming, <laughs> a massive black bear. And it's actually in the film. You can see it in the movie. But it was really scary. So, um, you know, we're just doing this scene where I'm talking about found footage filmmaking and I'm making these like how to videos, like how to do found footage. And there's this one section where I'm just walking around with the camera and I'm just saying, oh, you know, um, it's really important in your found. It's a comedy, right? Where It's important in your in your found footage movies to have a lot of long shots, right? Long shots where nothing happens, nothing at all, right? That's just you're building suspense, building tension, long shots, right? And so like that's the scene is just, you know, just walking around here. Nothing's happening with these long shots. And then I turn and then Darren is by a tree and he's it's like, a, like a quick jump scare, right? And that's all it is. It's just a really simple scene. But as I turned to uh, to Darren, you know, he, he, we did the scene. And then right after that, he goes, hey, look at that over there. Speaking of scary, look over there. And I turned the camera and there's this great big bear just in the river, like sitting in the river. He was huge. And uh, my, my heart skipped a beat. I was able to get him on camera and then we were able to put the scenes together. But this thing was massive. Like when it it it, it took off pretty quick in the other direction. But when it when it buggered off, you could hear it, its footsteps, right? It was really loud. Like it was like, whoa, that thing's a beast. 
imagine if it was hungrier if it got pissed off i mean sometimes these black bears can turn on people it's very rare but it would have been straight uphill to get out of there so anyway now it looks like we have a bear in our film um you know looks cool <laughs> kind of adds a little bit of production value looks like we uh had a bear wrangler i actually, i was thinking about making up a fake bear wrangler like in the credits just putting it in there <laughs> <laughs> just just make it up you know some bs name and a special thank you to bart the bear for introducing yeah bart the bear and bear wrangler uh, dave abernathy or something yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dave abernathy has made, made a higher imdb credit than you do <laughs> there you go well you should but yeah so you know anyway it was uh that that was a cool story i really like that um aside from that i don't yeah i mean that was probably the coolest thing kind of just stumbled upon that right it was kind of neat to have that in there and put it into the film so that's that's amazing like yeah, yeah bears are huge i found in i find in general like having grown up in farm country yeah me too um is like animals in general are bigger than people think they are they are and especially like things like bears like in your brain you're like yeah bears are huge but then like when you see them and like you sort of you you can conceptualize the mass more because it's in front of you <laughs> it's like, oh yeah oh this is a monster in the woods <laughs> i blame roosevelt yeah <laughs> you know for the teddy bears right yeah that's right <laughs> oh they're so cute and snuggly until they're eating your face oh yeah yeah they're not like the care bears that's yeah. for sure <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, we're gonna have to watch this. Uh, My inner demon, a Geraldson yeah. story. Yeah, Geraldson tale. Yeah, sorry. I think I might have even oh, called Geraldson it story tale. by accident too. I do that sometimes. I, I say story. Originally, it was called My Inner Demon, a Geraldson story, and then I changed it to tale, just because Star Wars story. I don't know. Yeah. Not like they're in competition. <laughs> I still want to sound like you yeah. wouldn't want to be a threat to Lucas. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to bankrupt their company. You know, let's be realistic. <laughs> if there's anything we've all learned, you can't mess with the mouse. He, they own that now. That's uh, so right. So yeah, Steve's gonna we're gonna find that link and we'll make sure we get that in the chat. So yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be Steve. great if people can watch it. I would love it if you if you check it out. Uh, My inner demon and Geraldson tale at the Demoff Fest. Um, yeah, direct monthly online film festival or at D M O F F on Twitter and Instagram. It looks like to uh, get the links and all that fun stuff. Yeah, I'd love it if you guys can watch it and and uh, you know tell me what you think. There's a comment section below. Tell me what you think of that. Like I said, it won best picture or best thriller at a Cord Cine, uh, Cine Fest. So. Um, hoping it does well here i'm quite proud of it and it's i don't know i think it's a fun movie fun silly movie so check it out yeah, yeah so yeah, check it out yeah we're doing the uh watch 31 movies and or horror movies in uh october so yeah we'll definitely oh, we'll probably be watching it tonight honestly. honestly oh that'd be great yeah yeah if you guys can leave your comment or whatever too i'd appreciate it yeah, um are you going to see the new halloween movie are you guys going to go see that the halloween kill? uh it's going to be on peacock which we have so we'll be watching that like october was it 15th like next week <laughs> oh really oh yeah. wow I yeah so talk- if you have peacock i highly recommend doing it that way too <laughs> peacock i've never heard of that that's yeah it oh it's uh oh that's right you're oh, in that canada. might not be that's it, not a canadian thing I yeah it, it's I like the it. uh the cbs that that channel streaming app there, there might be a way to do up in canada but but yeah, we're. I'm kind of excited for it. I don't, I don't know about the wife, but <laughs> oh, I'm I'm super excited. Oh, okay. It won't be any uh, Halloween three season of the witch. But... Be, though, yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, what's the name of that song in uh, season of the witch they sing over and over? 
Oh, the Do you guys remember that? The Silver Sh- Shamrock song. Silver Shamrock. That's right. My girlfriend and I were talking about that because she hasn't seen that, and I was trying to describe it, and I was like, I just said, you know, there's a weird song in it. That's the one thing I really remember. And then, what's the name of that actor? He's always sleeping with all these young girls. Tom Atkins. Tom yes. Atkins. I'm like, yeah. I, he was in like some other movie, uh, John Carpenter movie. Um, Oh, I think that uh, he was in like a uh, cop bunch, like oh, Night, Night of the Creeps. He's in the fog. The fog, yes, the original that's of the right. Fog. With Jamie Lee Curtis, that's right. Yeah, he's always banging these young girls. It's like, come on, I just don't <laughs> get it. I just don't get it. I'm like, they're not going to go for this guy. He's so old looking. He's like, looks like he's fifty and everything. I honestly, I love it. I sort of just love that uh, that trope of like the guy who sort of like regular looking but uh yeah become like it's just completely irresistible to everybody in the movies like like the old james bond trope i i just sort of love that and uh the reason i was looking weird or maybe just not appearing um found the link put the link in the live stream for the um the podcast fest so you guys can click directly i found directly to the my inner demon oh great wow thank you so much guys that is super cool so yeah. you want to check it out this Halloween season. Let me know what you think. Mm-hmm. Five stars, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or two stars. I don't know. Whatever you want. Whatever care. it is. But yeah, I'm sure it'll want. be five stars. Anything like Murder Box, five stars. Yeah, guys. Well, hey. And yeah, go. Well, I, I know Murder Box well. is, is rough for you and probably was really painful being your first movie, but it's a really fun movie. Thank yeah. you. Well, people really like it. You know, I get comments on it all the time. People always, I'm, I'm a bit of a critic on uh, my own worst critic, but. Uh, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm fairly proud of it, and and people bring it up a lot, so it's nice to hear that. It was definitely validating. I mean, I probably wouldn't have made another film if people hadn't have said all the nice things they did about it. So it made it kept me going, right? So thank you. It's great, and you're you're fun. We're friends on Facebook. And yeah, I, I know. I love having your posts in my feed. They make me so happy. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I I love I love seeing your your guys's posts too. You guys are keeping pretty busy. I see. Right, you're always right, doing man. stuff. For two people who live on the side of a mountain and barely leave the house, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So you guys know you move you you when I met you in San Francisco, where were you living at the time, right? Yeah, we yeah. were living in uh Richmond, so just outside the city of San Francisco, the uh, the murder capital of the Bay Area. Yeah. Really? <laughs> and us uh, yeah, uh Steve inherited a house actually on a mountain in Utah. So yeah. we are now on the side of a mountain in Utah. You liking it? Must must be liking that, right? Absolutely. Yeah, Loving it's hard it. not to like it. We're between like three ski resorts and the house needs oh, a little beautiful. bit of love, but we're home all the time to do it and working remote and I think that's <laughs> paradise. Such paradise. Are you gonna go are you gonna go back to San Fran again anytime or any to visit or uh, get friends there? I'm actually going next week for a funeral, but yeah, we do go to oh, occasionally. My condolences. So, uh, oh, thank you. But uh, if you if you get into the unnamed film festival, like, let us know. We might be able to see if we can oh, work yeah. it into our schedule. That'd be cool. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I hope so. I'm, I have no way of knowing, but I'd love to go. They were really friendly. Those guys. Yeah, oh, they yeah, were yeah. super friendly. That was our first time going to yeah. uh, that that festival as well. And yeah, just for everybody out there, go go like the unnamed film festival over on Facebook and Twitter and all of that. Really good yeah. group of guys. Super super cool little indie, literally underground theater. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's in the basement yeah. of like one of the old Victorians, and 
Yeah. I'm yeah. not sure right now. They're just waiting to find out if they'll be able to actually host things or if it'll be like an all online event. Or they yeah. Online last year because we yeah, got our yeah. tickets. That's right. That's right. How is it? How is COVID in uh, in Utah? Everybody's pretending it doesn't exist. Nobody wears masks. It's a bunch of rednecks who have rats. So not, not everybody. Yeah. It's it's you know that at least Salt Lake City, most of the people mm-hmm. there, you know, the college towns, uh, they're. They're taking it seriously. But okay, that's good. In our tiny little town, tiny everybody's little town. buying gas and keeping it in their garage and not wearing masks. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, we have that here too. But, you know, it's unavoidable. I take it pretty seriously. We do too. We, you know, here's the yeah. thing. I'm fine with wearing a mask. I don't have to smile at people. <laughs> I don't mind it. I don't uh, mind it at all. Yeah. I have very expressive eyes, so I'm able to communicate even through a mask. No, that's right. great. No, I find people are nicer to me when I have a mask on. They're like, hey, this guy, he must be really good looking or something. I don't know. Yeah, the, the key is the key is the Baraka mask, you know, with the teeth and stuff. That that sets some people off. But then again, maybe that's what you're going for. Hey, you know what? It gives it gives people uh, you know, they can use their imagination. They can wonder what we look like, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I seriously think some people probably like wearing a mask. Like they're like some people probably really like it. And there's a lot of people that are self-conscious. I was really self-conscious about my nose. I, I that's something I can mention. I had a, what do you call it? Mose uh, surgery on my nose years ago. And that's actually a big thing in my film in my inner demon um, a Geraldson tale is that the movie is about to some degree, my battle with self-consciousness because I had skin cancer on my nose many, uh, a few years back and they did this uh, skin graft. They cut the end of my nose off and they sewed my cheek onto the, to, to the end and since then, I've had a couple of surgeries to kind of smooth it out a bit, but it still doesn't look great. Um, so, yeah, I used to really, really struggle with self-consciousness and actually wearing the mask was great. I'm like, oh, this is a nice break. You know, I don't have to think about this. I can just wear this stupid mask everywhere. And so that actually worked really well for me. So I'm, I bet you there's other people like that, you know, maybe going through a similar thing. Right. As somebody uh, with really bad teeth, I, I, full, I feel you. <laughs> oh, I think your teeth look great. I have <laughs> you my haven't teeth, seen them properly. I have, some, I have uh, crooked teeth. Um, my teeth are crooked, and um, I actually had a bridge put in recently. I had another bridge before, and that bridge ended up breaking because I had it for twenty years. Right? Wow! So it broke, and I was waiting for my dental insurance to kick in. So I was missing two at the bottom for like a, a few weeks. So. I actually really appreciated the mask during that time too, until I got the new bridge put in. That was kind of nice. Excellent. Yeah. But anyway, so I was just going to say the film, there's a bit, we really touch on that on self-consciousness. And um, so if anyone else out there struggles with that, I don't know, this film could be kind of something maybe interesting to you as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Give a check direct monthly online film festival. The links in the chat room. Links in the chat. Links in the chat. Yeah. And, uh, and Gerald, uh, if you yeah. want to follow your exploits, where'd be the best place to do that in the social media? Oh, social media. Uh, you can just hit me up on Facebook if you like, um, or you could go to the group page, my inner demon of Geraldson tale. I think it's called found footage movie or something. There, there is a group. If you search out, um, if you search out the name of the movie, you'll find a, a group that you can, you can definitely follow or join up as well. Can do that i don't have a website right now so i'm, I'm gonna have to get one though so yeah 
Yeah, you got two movies. You got to get a website. Yeah. I know. I need a website. Yeah, I do. That's two more than we got. Right. Yeah, I, mean, well, <laughs> I got Vimeo Pro now, so I'll um, I'm, I'm gonna do something with that, and then oh, maybe yeah. connect that to a site. Yeah, put some yeah. stuff on there, some content if, on there. If you need any tips to uh, get that podcast started, hit us up. I definitely <laughs> would hit you guys up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys got some experience, so that's great. Oh, so much experience. Yeah. Wait, we it's a great it's a great podcast. It is. Aww, yeah, you guys you. do really good work. <laughs> Did we, we, we love movies. So 300th episode. Yeah, three. Yeah, three hundred and three hundred eighth just dropped or something like that. Yeah, yeah. We're, uh, wow. Plus all those mini episodes in between. Yeah, the same with mini episodes. It's like six hundred. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are going for like five hours today, right? Like five hours on yeah, this pod, yeah, on the that. part yeah. pod art. So yeah. It's actually a shorter one. The past couple ones we did were eight hours. So we're like, <laughs> oh wow, let's, uh, let's let's bring it down to like five or six, maybe. Yeah, that's a lot of talking. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You guys started at nine a.m., didn't you? Nine o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, cool. Well, it's really great to see you guys again. Eh, I, I really enjoyed like your it. company at the festival. So. Oh, and we enjoyed yours too. And if you ever want to be on the podcast, just email Steve. We'd be happy to have you as a guest. Sure, I'd anytime. love to. Yeah. Um and yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on and talking about the movie and talking about hey, you're the welcome. process and your new bear buddy. Maybe you can Thank think you. about future movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look that bear up one of these days, you know. <laughs> oh, well now he's a close friend of the uh, of your studio, so <laughs> maybe I'll have to get him to sign a waiver because I I don't know. Hey, here's a tip. Film. Give him some peanut butter and then you can provide the voice. Just hey, there you go. Perfect. Very good advice. Solid advice. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to let you, you go, Gerald. Thank you so much. We got that link down in the Podcart Fest chat, whichever site that's on. Yeah, you're and, most welcome. Thank you. Yeah. And we got uh, Shruti waiting in the green room here. All right. Yeah. All right. Nice chatting. Take care. Yeah. Have Take a good care. one, Gerald. Bye. Ciao. Bye. <laughs> oh, so much fun guys seriously go check out murder box it's silly goofy creepy fun and the new movie we put the link down uh my inner demon go check it out gerald obviously super nice guy yeah um yeah super fun movies i'm actually <laughs> real excited to see the random bear and i think we've got shruti coming on just waiting for the boo 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 And some dogs. <laughs> Wait, that, that doesn't look like Bilbo. That doesn't look like Bilbo. That's our friend, uh, their doggy. His name is Simba. And he's staying with us over the weekend. Say hello, Simba. Hello, Simba. <laughs> what a large paw you have, Simba. <laughs> Where's Bilbo? I, I figured it matches his color, so. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> gone and hidden. He does not like the fact that there are cats in the house. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, we're never gonna we're not gonna see Poe. She's gonna blend into the background. Oh, here, we'll, let me take the background <laughs> off, and we can. Uh... <laughs> she heard dogs and decided to come visit. <laughs> some cats and dogs having a good time. <laughs> oh, I love your costumes too. You got couples costumes too. Oh, That's cool. awesome. Look at that. Oh, now I see. <laughs> oh yes, we uh we have matching. Uh, <laughs> pajamas <laughs> we want to be comfortable <laughs> so sruti jay sruti's an artist jay is her partner in crime <laughs> yes very supportive 
<laughs> yeah, tell us uh, tell us about what you do. So when make, you're not a cat in the hat. <laughs> yeah. So my yes. Bye, Jay. Bye. Bye, Bye. 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 Um, yes, so uh, my shop's name is Weird Vanity. I'm on Etsy at Weird Vanity, Instagram Weird Vanity. I do have a Facebook page, which I do not use. <laughs> I use Facebook solely for communicating with my friends and that's it. <laughs> so, uh, but you can find me on Instagram. I'm uh, pretty active there. I'm also, um, my Etsy shop is Weird Vanity. Um, I mainly make uh, pet portraits, but I also sell um art and stickers and a bunch of things which I'll be showing you now um, I'll start with uh, the newest thing that I'm introducing in my shop today I thought I'd introduce it through your show uh, I've not posted this on uh, Instagram yet uh, so I don't know if you guys are familiar with the show uh, only murders in the building do you watch it? It's, it's the uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short one, yes, right? Yes, I haven't yes. watched it just yet. We're, we're waiting for okay. them to get a few more episodes so we can just like binge it. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's very funny. It's not one of those dark uh, shows. It's, uh, you know, because Martin Short is in it. I, I don't think, I think he completely removes the dark part from anything. He's my favorite. Uh, but uh, I love the show so much. So I'm making, uh, during the month of October, I'm doing pet portraits in only murders in the building style. Uh, so um, I'm making bad portraits uh, where you can get a, a suspect portrait drawn of your pet and I will write down what makes them suspicious in the portrait for you. Uh, it's, it's in the style of the, in the show where, because they have this board in the show um, where they put the, you know, pictures of each suspect in the building and they write down you know why why they're a suspicious uh, character in the murder of Tim Kono so uh this is Bilbo and he's always a suspect about everything that happens in this house uh I've written uh, we'll do anything for treats because that's how, what he calls treats mm, we'll leave with complete strangers for treats uh loves rabbits thinks they are his people was caught multiple times trying to hop like a rabbit, which makes him extremely suspicious when it comes to rabbits. So the rabbits in the neighborhood should be very careful. <laughs> so that's, uh, this, this is uh, on my Etsy shop. Um, I can make, you know, uh, any kind of um, pet drawing or anything in this black and white pet portrait style. Um, and then there's the classic canvas pet portraits that I make on six by six canvas. These are acrylic portraits of uh, doggies and kitty cats, hamsters. I've drawn all kinds of animals and birds. So this guy is a Halloween wiener dog. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, something else that I sell on my store. And um, then I'll begin with the new stickers that I have since on my store since the last show that we did. I don't know if I introduced this guy on the, uh, it's a baby shark. Exactly. So this is a baby shark. He's on my shop too. Um, and then I have the other sticker is a baby panda. I'm doing all baby animals this year uh, because I find them really cute. So this is the baby panda. My friends say, this one reminds them of Bilbo. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Yeah, it does yes. <laughs> and with every sticker order that you place, uh, you'll get a free Bilbo sticker 
in your order that you can stick on your laptop or you know water bottle. <laughs> I have a I have a Bilbo sticker on in the back of my phone. Eye <laughs> <laughs> on me always. There it is. There's the star. <laughs> and uh, what what is his full name? His name is Mr. Bilbo Waggins. <laughs> uh, he wagged his tail when we were uh, going to adopt him from his litter. He's the one who wagged his tail the most. So we named him Mr. Bilbo Waggins. <laughs> um, and then I have um, a fall themed uh, Firefox or a, a red panda that I made holding a little pumpkin. And oh, so cute. <laughs> he's on my store he's in my store too um and then my favorite the hedgehog <laughs> oh my gosh yeah like for a second like wait are those feet <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's upside down um i i just found out this week that uh baby hedgehogs are called hoglets I think it makes them even cuter. I wasn't aware that that's even possible. Now they're even cuter than they were. <laughs> so, um, so that's those are all the new stickers. Uh, I'll show some of my old stickers again. This guy, a hologram cat sticker. He's on my store. I did this as part of Easy Knows Her um, a Garbage Griffins Challenge. It was a cat and a flying fish. I think yes it was yes. A, it's a tuxedo cat and a flying fish this is one of my favorite drawings that I've ever made I'm so proud of this sticker I love this drawing <laughs> it came out absolutely amazing for me it's a toss-up between that one as my favorite and of course the uh wolverine firefly are my two oh, favorites of yes, yes, yes that one's next that one's next yes uh, of my sticker and the list of things that I need to turn into stickers that one's definitely next <laughs> Um, and then there is uh, the auto rickshaw, the tuk tuk, uh, that is also one of the best selling stickers in my shop. Um, what else do we have? Yes, uh, and the hummingbird. Oh no, this is not a hummingbird. I keep calling it a hummingbird. No, that is a hummingbird. Yeah, it is a hummingbird. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think I last think... time you called it a kingfisher, kingfisher, but it's a hummingbird. Yes. Yeah. I I drew a kingfisher and a hummingbird, and then I turned one of them into a sticker, and uh, it always confuses me. So this is a hummingbird. <laughs> Um, and then I have this uh, sticker page with a lot of Indian dancers, uh, different kinds of dancers uh, from India. I'm working on more dancers now, uh, but I'll turn them into another page of stickers sometime next year. <laughs> um, so that's that. There are six uh, dancers. Uh, there's Dandia. This is um, our month of uh, the festival of Navratri started uh, last week so all over India people are doing this dance uh, with sticks and you know it's a beautiful dance it's called a dandia and it originated in the state of Gujarat and there are all these other dances too uh, so that's that what else oh I reintroduced I ran out of all the keychains uh, the tuk-tuk keychains that I had in my shop that I introduced in the show your show in June I think uh, they ran out so I ordered more and this time I have changed the look of the keychain because the original one uh, a lot of customers told me that it broke because it had the plastic sticker mule clasp uh, mm -hmm. on it and it was very flimsy so I've put my own uh, keychain rings on it and you can you know pin it to your belt using this or or you know hang it in the hang put your keys in there you know whatever yeah so this is also in my shop 
what else? Um, and yes, so uh, I'll also talk about some of my um, paintings that I made of very English things. And this is the telephone booth. I talked about them in my the previous show that we did too, in the previous podcast, Art Fest. This is the old globe. That's correct, Steve. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> yes. So and, uh, these are painted on the paper you bought while you were in England, correct? Yes. These are painted on the paper that I bought while I was in England, which is funny because the paper comes all the way from India. I could have just bought them from India, but I felt the need to buy, <laughs> buy them from England, which is funny because I actually emailed the company that supplies the paper and asked them, can I buy it when I come to India? And they were like, you, we'd rather just have you buy it in England. It's very hard to find this paper in India. They apparently make this paper just to ship it to countries like the United States and the UK. So I was like, okay. <laughs> um, and then, oh, Stonehenge. I, drew, I have never been, but I'd like to someday. Stonehenge. London bus. <laughs> These are all, um, all of these drawings, all of these paintings are on my Etsy shop. Um, this is the Big Ben. Um, you can find them. Uh, shipping is free. Uh, I don't have any coupons going on this month, but I ship free throughout the United States, um, all over the United States. Uh, my pet portraits uh, were off on my shop for the since the beginning of the year, but like I said, just now they have, I've turned them on again. So you can order pet portraits for the holiday season. I'll be closing my shop on December 1st because I can't be stressed out about USPS and what they're doing with my orders. So <laughs> if anybody needs to put their orders in um, for the holidays, this, this is a great time to start doing it. You know, I can start working on your orders right now because I make a lot of custom orders. Um, this is a, you know, a lot of people have already started contacting me, which is great. I also have Okapi unicorn stickers coming in soon. Um, I don't know my favorite thing. I know. I am such a donor. I did not have the idea to make those stickers until a random wonderful customer from Florida emailed me last month and said, hey, I saw the Okapi unicorn on, in your store. Can you please turn them into hologram stickers? And I was like, you're a genius. <laughs> can I just make you part of my job because <laughs> that's a great idea so uh, the unicorn stickers will be in sometime next week and I'll be posting the you know photos on my uh, Instagram and it'll be available in my shop for purchase very soon so I'm excited about that too um, yeah that's about all the things that I have today uh, yeah so yeah <laughs> And you mentioned USPS. I want to throw out a reminder to everybody. Uh, uh, DeJoy is still in charge of the post office and uh, he's guaranteed to slow it by 40% this holiday season. So because apparently it's a cost cutting measure, even though they just raised the prices again. So if your things are slow, please don't be mad at artists. Like, please understand. And don't be mad at your mailman. Like, they're working hard. It's the government in charge. They're trying to slow it down because they want you to privatize it so they can personally purchase the new uh, the new privatized thing and charge a heck of a lot more. So stand strong. Support your post office. Please don't be mad at artists. And go ahead and just, like, start getting stuff now. Amazon yep. already has enough money. Bezos is on is set to be the first trillionaire in history. He doesn't need more space. money. Support he, your artist. He's going to space. He's going to be I. 
no uh yeah get your stuff now so it's ready when like you know thanksgiving and christmas come around who knows if you'll be able to see the family and then you'll have to like mm-hmm. ship it to them possibly so mm-hmm. guys yeah. booths down here check them out the artists Smash are right the there Woo-hoo. any questions you have they're there the websites they're ready to go obviously we've seen the products all throughout the day <laughs> get them yes thank you steve <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to talk sense to these people. No, yeah, and Steve makes pet portraits too. He makes. Uh... <laughs> it's true. Steve does do pet portraits, yeah, and they are all right. <laughs> They're awesome. <laughs> well, and I can say I have two of Can- uh, Shruti's canvas portraits of my past cat, Caster Troy, the supervillain, and my old man, Mister Pickles, and they are absolutely amazing. And. I do still have to commission you for uh, a Cameron and a Poe. So <laughs> yeah. Finish my little set. Love to paint them. And I have a portrait of Bilbo that easy painted that I've hung in my uh, living room. So, yeah. <laughs> Bilbo's so fun to draw. <laughs> oh, thank you. See, artists helping artists. That's what yeah. we do around here. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> if you know artists who do pet portraits, I guarantee you they've had their pet also drawn by other artists. <laughs> oh, all the time. Yes, definitely. It's an obsession, actually, collecting pet portraits drawn by everyone. <laughs> you <Right>? know. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks, Rudy. Again, everybody go to Weird Vanity, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, though probably not Facebook so much. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, check out the shop, Etsy. Yeah, yeah. Get, get your get get your pet portrait in. Come on. And I do want to say I'm loving your uh your your board behind you. Oh, your yeah. your pod- I painted it. <gasps> I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, say, I'm like, that's actually pretty darn good. <laughs> but uh I was gonna say, uh, this is your first time doing the podcart fest from your new studio, correct? Yes, it is. It's all over the place. That's why I put a giant board behind me. So. <laughs> <laughs> and shot upwards as opposed yeah. to down the boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was we, saying, we know the tricks. <laughs> there's a reason why you guys only saw this much of my studio. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you, Saruti. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about for your art, your shop, anything coming up? I just want to say thank you for to the two of you for being absolutely the best. I, I think I speak for everyone when I say this. You've been sitting here for hours and you do this every <laughs> month. You two are amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I think we all, when I say this, I say this for all of us. We really <laughs> appreciate it. You are really, really helping, you know, during these difficult times uh, when people like me who are scared to go out, this is a very good outlet for people like me <laughs> to, you know, talk and interact and, you know, show everything that I've made and it's re- really amazing thank you and the costume idea was genius uh, so oh, much of course right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it again the next one in March or whatever like what, wait what are we supposed to dress up as I don't know whatever you want yeah <laughs> <For cons>. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah thank, thank you Sardi. yeah we just want to we, look we're trying to get pe- through the algorithms and get everybody's art out there so that you know we can make a living <laughs> exactly <laughs> Thank you so much for participating. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. (laughs) Send our love to Jay and Bilbo and all the dogs. I will. will. Bye. Oh, so much fun, guys. Guys. We made it. (laughs) Oh, but here's the thing, guys. I mean, 
We may not have any more guests or anything. We still got the artists down here in oh, these booths. Yes. Go, go check out their stuff. Get all of it. It's going to be fantastic. You should check it out. The cats are going nuts over the here. They're excited about it. They're like, what art yeah. for the holidays? Just in time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Just trying to get everything done. Oh, you're reaching for something. Oh, uh, there's a box elder bug on our camera. <laughs> So we live in an oh, area Christ. where there are these little bugs who uh, they don't do anything. They don't. They don't bite. They don't, don't show people. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> don't do There's your ASMR, everybody. <laughs> There's the little beetle. We live up in the forest. They live in the trees, but during the winter, they're looking for a warm place to overwinter. And our house is old and not sealed well, and they're everywhere. And I still want to go running across the camera. Uh. I didn't think my husband was going to crash it. Right? Oh, see, now, now we're in that uh, section of the internet with all those beheading videos. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> the dark web. Uh, it's just, just, dark. A, just a Halloween. worthless bug, guys. It doesn't even do anything. But yes, happy Halloween. <laughs> yes, happy Halloween. Thank you so much. Uh, be sure to check out our podcast at Everything I Learned From Movies, E-I-L-F Movies. We're on all your favorite podcatchers, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Check Patreon. Out, yeah, Patreon. Check out my shop i'm uh at untidy venus that's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping that's why my booth has been empty but um <laughs> yeah thank you guys so so much for all you artists um your booths are going to be open for basically the rest of the day so feel free to like hang out there if you'd like uh for all the patrons thank you so much for coming everybody go check out the chat check out uh gerald's movie like come on guys free internet movie go support an artist spend two bucks on uh, the evil bezos app and support a small artist like come on let's do this that's the way you gotta do it it's the way you gotta do it yeah <laughs> because i was on youtube too but yeah definitely amazon prime but yeah yeah i think he gets paid a small percentage on amazon prime so yeah, oh, yeah there you go so, all right so yeah i guess uh, until next time i'm steve and i'm izzy and this has been everybody's favorite podcast fest. <laughs> And we're from Everything I Learned from Movies on all the major podcatchers. Movies! Have a good night, everybody! everybody.